0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Red Light Hockey Podcast, episode 69. Uh, I'm your host, Paul, today because, well, couldn't get anybody else better. And with me is Jacob, co-host. I don't know if I should be insulted by that
1: because I wasn't
0: asked <laughs> <laughs> or just happy to be here. But I think I'm a little bit of both. You should definitely be insulted because you're <laughs> not host. Let, let me tell you that. Uh, nobody's going to let a Leaf fan host, trust me. But hey, at least we're starting off with some Leafs news, but it's not good. No, not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mitch Marner, unfortunately, uh, Monday morning was was it Monday night?
1: I think I don't know when it was, so let's just say Monday.
0: Yeah, it was Monday. But Monday, he was the victim of a carjacking incident that uh, happened at gunpoint and knife point, apparently. Uh, at least that's what the police tweeted out That there was two, uh, one suspect with a gun And two with a knife uh, And it seems like it happened Outside of the Toronto Maple Leafs practice arena Yeah, which, in
1: Etobicoke
0: Yeah, it just, just At that point You see all the Leafs, the Toronto Maple Leafs Logos and you see the fancy Arena and you think Hey, look at those nice cars I wonder who drives those <laughs> Well,
1: I mean, <laughs> you know you know who drives those, right? Oh so. yeah.
0: It, to be fair though, if it
1: was at night, you don't expect the players to be at a practice facility as soon as they get eliminated from the playoffs at night. Today was their clean out, but I mean like
0: Yeah. yeah. Unless he was just driving they were just happened to be near it and he was like, Hey, let me just grab some things from there, yeah. something like that. He, but
1: what I have what I read was like they were going to a movie, him and his friend or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it turned into GTA five. So,
0: yeah, which the pictures I saw were of the, like I said, the parking lot was roped off of the uh, practice arena in Etobicoke. So I, I, I'm not 100% sure if that's where it was, but that's where the pictures were leading to just a horrible situation. Hopefully everybody involved is okay. And uh, you got anything to add about that? well other than like you know you don't see many of those
1: necessarily in canada especially like with that high profile of person right yeah you know um a couple days after they got out from the playoffs so i'm just wondering what's going on really through his his head you know it must be hard for the guy too you know it was like crushing last year in the playoffs and then this year you know i don't want to say it was crushing because we expected it and it was Tampa Bay. So I'll give it that. But yeah, like, you know what I mean? Just, just having that like roller coaster of emotions, getting eliminated on Saturday, then getting armed,
0: like robbed at gunpoint on um, on a Monday. You know what I mean? So plus he was one of the guys that seemed that was definitely more visually upset. So it's, there's a lot of emotions going on with him right now. The guys, the guys from the GTA, right? So like
1: he's playing for his hometown team. Alongside another guy, to, to, like the captain Tavares, who's also like there to win a cup or at least win a round, right? So like yeah. these guys are just they're looking for the answer, and uh, you know it might take another couple of years, maybe you know
0: fifty years, but we'll see. <laughs> hey, I once told the teacher when I was in high school, Leafs won't win a cup until twenty forty four. So let's hope that keeps on track. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I, I still be alive, so I mean I'm down for it. Uh. In other news, Pete DeVore got fired from uh, Vegas after they missed the playoffs for the first time in franchise history, which short franchise history, but still. Mm. Was that uh, his first or second year there? Second, right? I, I believe it was his second. Yes, because he because, was yeah. he replaced Gerard Glant. So, yes, this was his second season with them and they missed the playoffs. But not I don't I think this firing is very unjust. I don't think it's his fault at all. He's not the greatest of coaches, but they're going to get someone
1: who can play the stars they have. Yeah. Right? Cause Vegas are a loaded team. Like come on, if they're healthy all at once, like they're going to be tops of the West next year. They, they, they can contend with Colorado if they get their goaltending figured out with Robin Leonard, you know what I mean? But like Colorado doesn't have that strong of a, of a goaltender either. So compared to other teams.
0: Yeah. And Colorado's goaltending, well, We'll get into that later, but
1: they had uh, Michael Hutchinson playing in the playoffs a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah, it's not right. It's, it's a very in and out situation. It seems like as of right now, and hopefully that doesn't continue, but uh, yeah, I, I don't understand the firing because this year was a complete weird one for them because, because they had guys out, they had the cat problems that they caused themselves but they always seem to want to blame somebody. And it always seems to be the coach first that they want to blame. They and they like took too it out Rock on Canadians.
1: them.
0: Yeah. It's, they took it out on them and Pete DeBoer is now jobless, which you never want to see anybody he, be jobless.
1: He, he won't be for long. Yeah. There are so many places, like even Barry trots and stuff like that. Like they're, they're going to be coaches that attract attention. They were saying today during the Leafs locker room, clear out like the, the afterwards, everybody's speculating, you know what I mean? Are they going to go look maybe and hire DeBoer or like maybe hire or look at Barry Trotz, you know what I mean? Like there are so many coaches right now who are available, that like could have playoff experience and stuff that can play a team like that. Right.
0: So. Well, there's even coaches that, that didn't coach this year that have, have been good coaches in the past have had playoff success that can, uh, if you're thinking of one certain coach, he can get under everybody's skin, John Tortorella. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I think that I think that ship has sailed for both parties. I uh, yeah, that one is not happening. But that would be fun to see in Toronto or anywhere in the league, really. Yeah, I I, back would on it, I would find <laughs> it entertaining.
1: I like Tortorella, but I can see him being like someone who like either. Is like in between periods, like analyzing or something like that, because he has hot takes like that. He's the king of hot takes.
0: Yeah. Which he did that for uh TNT for a little bit this season, I believe. If right. I'm not mistaken.
1: Looked, the way that it is now, right? Is just as soon as you say a hot take, you get a good clip, right? Yeah. It's out there. And he's there's just people like him that just have the tendencies to, to say it's shit. all
0: it's all about those views on the TikTok. Yeah, I'm an old yeah. man, I say the TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, Pete DeBoer let go by the Vegas Golden Knights. Hopefully, they will they will find a replacement soon. Not hopefully, they definitely will. There's yeah. like we said, there's a lot of guys out there that can fill that position. I think Barry Trotz would be interesting because of how he play or how he coaches. Mm-hmm. Coaches very just dis- uh, strong defense, and that team plays that style anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: if, if, do the canucks rehire bruce boudreau
0: or no they did yes
1: they they did okay i thought yes, he was still they in term.
0: no they um they officially i think it was three years which everybody's shocked by how quick or that how slow that process took which i am too because the fans really took to him you're the not players... going to sign a
1: coach halfway through a season like the montreal canadian well they didn't sign him but you know they brought up ducharme in last, the middle of last season yeah right and then what happened this year? They gave Ducharme a big contract and then fired him. Yeah. So you don't want to, You don't want to have that with Bruce Boudreaux, right? So you wanted to make sure it can continue all the way to the end, and then you know the, the guys feel comfortable with him. I just and think it's all how a season ends, depending on a coach, not how it is at the beginning.
0: Which they because they were very decent, I, I think, down they, the
1: stretch. They were, as soon as Boudreau got hired, they were fired. Yeah. And we can say the same thing for the Montreal Canadiens.
0: As soon it, as the left and St. Louis came in, they were fire. Like they were good. <laughs> it did cool down in Vancouver for a little bit, but I'm pretty sure they ended on a good note. So that. Oh, yeah. Well, they yeah. were at least in contention. Like yeah. they, they were close to making the playoffs this year. So, which, yeah. hey, it was sort of season they had where everything looked, everybody looked like they were going to have a down year. That's a good showing for them. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's,
1: I think I have high hopes for Vancouver just because they have the core for it. Like they have the guys that
0: can play, especially yeah. if Miller stays. So, um, but now from coaching and everything, actually, there was another thing I wanted to mention. Um, two goalies, two prospect goalies were signed today. Uh, it was yesterday. Sorry, I can't remember. There's a lot happening right now. Um, well, uh, yeah. Jesper Wallstrom, Jasper Wallstrom, it's one of those two I can't remember off the top of my head, was signed. He signed his ELC to Minnesota. And he is looking like he's going to be one of the next young goalies that just take off in the league. And um, Askarov also signed with Nashville his ELC. And another guy that we saw in the World Juniors take off and was phenomenal in that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I wonder if this is going to be if we're going to see more younger goalies not at the age of I'm 26 say 27
1: these young goalies are going to steal a lot of uh, steal a lot of backup positions in the league.
0: Yeah, we're, I think especially we're gonna... on
1: teams like Nashville and Minnesota, like maybe Montreal or Ottawa or something like that. Right. But not on the teams that either made the playoffs this year or were in contention. Like I don't see the guys; these guys just all of a sudden playing 50, 60 games. They're going to steal some backup positions. I think that they can play probably 30 games and win at least, you know, 16, 17 of them, especially on teams like Minnesota and Nashville. Right. So,
0: yeah. Well, we saw it this season in Florida with Spencer Knight. He mm-hmm finally broke through and is, well, not finally, because he's still very young, but he was their backup for a long time. And then there was a little bit of inconsistency. They sent him down to the minors for a little bit. Then they, I believe they brought him back up and he played really well. Mm-hmm. So I'm just maybe with all the goalie issues that those two teams, specifically Nashville losing Pekka Rene and Minnesota in a cluster right now, which I don't sure what they're going to do. Well,
1: Flurry is not re signed. So I don't. Yeah. You know,
0: Flurry's not re signed. And Campbell may be, he may be a little upset with Minnesota, how they went about it, the whole situation.
1: Yeah, it depends. If if they offer him a nice contract and, you know, they're, they're a team that are proven to make the playoffs, you got to think about that too, right? Because I think he, as a goalie, you got to look at it like that, right?
0: He still is under contract right now, yeah. but they also have financial issues so if they needed to they could easily trade him and go acquire a cheap a starter yeah. but yeah um well, I just or to that get...
1: or, re- or or sign someone out of free agency right because there are a lot yeah. of free agent goalies this year.
0: yeah exactly um i just wanted to get those out there because i thought those are going to be very interesting stories coming next season mm-hmm. and the coming two three years probably those will be interesting stories to watch those players develop and See what their true potential is. Um, Anyways, on to the playoffs now. We're going to do a quick recap of uh, round one, and then we're going to give our predictions for round two. So uh, let's start with Colorado-Nashville, because that will be the quickest series. Um, What what are your overall thoughts of the series
1: first? Uh, I just think it was unlucky for Nashville. (laughs) um they fought their way to make the playoffs and like clinch that spot and then all of a sudden they're faced with the top team in the west with a lot of goalie troubles like we just mentioned so you know what i mean to have to start connor ingram who's what like fourth in the depth chart or third third If if you look at it so like that's not that's where colorado were a couple seasons ago with michael hutchinson so like that's you know you're going to you're going to see those but there's a lot of goalie troubles this playoffs right like all of a sudden everybody's dropping like flies so yeah um it's gonna be uh it it, it was an easy series for colorado it was one that they should have won for nothing right
0: yeah you mentioned uh colorado having goalie issues back a couple years ago having to start michael hutchinson nashville doesn't have the luxury of having the forward depth that uh, yeah. Colorado had at that point, which again, on them, yes, because they didn't have the players, but also just horrible luck that you draw Nashville when you could have gotten uh, Calgary. Yeah. Which again, wouldn't have been favorable for them, but they probably would have lasted maybe two more games. I don't know, man. Calgary's strong. They're good, but
1: I just, I there's just it was a great refer-front series against the stars we'll, well i guess we'll skip right into yeah. that one right yeah it, it was the ottinger show for dallas and just shows oh. like how much heart they had to, to get there right these, these guys made it to the stanley cup finals two years ago in the bubble yeah and so who says
0: they can't do it again right so, the the, they, the dallas showed... stars oh i was gonna say the dallas stars everybody seems to sleep on them but it's they always pull something out of their ass. They're a really good team. They got they got a good mix of old and young guys on both forward and defense, and then they got Jake Ottinger and Net who, like you said, stole the show, especially in that overtime. That was yeah, unreal. Uh, very physical but series. Calgary though, like I said, they're gonna be able
1: to be physical and score a lot of goals. Yeah. So you ought to be ready for that. There's they're and they're good defensively, right? They got Jacob Markstrom in that. He's yeah, you know, one of the top goalies in the league. So I mean you gotta to, to de- hand the, the Calgary Flames credit where it's do it. went to seven games, which it should have. A lot of series mm-hmm. did, but
0: plus defensively it helps that they have a Selkie nominee this year in Elias Lindstrom uh, Lindstrom. So yeah. That, that never hurts. Plus, they got his cousin, Cali Yonkronk, which, hey, I'm just saying, Cali Yonkronk is a hell of a player. Yeah. <laughs> you always have to have those guys, right? Yeah. Honestly. I just I mentioned Cali because he's one of my favorite players, has been for a while, so I always have to mention him when I can. <laughs> it's not very often that I get it. Yeah, and
1: well, it's not very often that we see a battle of Alberta in the playoffs, right? Second round.
0: Yeah, that, that should be fun. But, so, uh,
1: Edmonton, I thought... Edmonton, were going to choke the bag the same way Toronto did, but uh, yeah. you know, nobody thought LA were going to f- make the playoffs, not alone finish third in the Pacific. So, I mean, they, they showed it and they, they brought it to Edmonton. They play a tough style of hockey. I think maybe if a couple of their injured guys were there, it might've been different, but
0: yeah, they, uh they, they're missing D- drew Doughty and, Oh, the names I can remember is Drew Doughty and Shane Walker. Mm-hmm. And Which, to be, to be fair, like two of LA's
1: best players. I know Doughty yeah. didn't play a whole lot this year, Yeah, but like he's, he's a Norris winner. Right. So.
0: And Walker is had a breakout season last, I believe it was last year. Maybe it was the first year, maybe it was the 20 or yeah, maybe it was the 1920 season, but he had a breakout year with 22 points recently He's not a slouch defense defenseman he can do he can get you offense and he can play great defense too mm-hmm. so and yeah they they rocked with what they had and they rocked it really well taking Edmonton to seven games was it but
1: McDavid's too
0: much yeah I, I yeah. said it since the beginning when you play the
1: Edmonton Oilers you're playing Connor McDavid because he's better than the whole team combined maybe maybe with the exception of like Drce and Darnell nurse. But like if Connor McDavid wanted to, he can carry this team all the way to the Stanley Cup. But like it's it's tough, right? I'm, Especially I'm when not guys... sure.
0: I'm not sure if he could carry them all the way to the cup, but he should be able to carry them at least this round. No, this he, second he, he, round. he's
1: able to carry you. If he puts on a performance like he did at the end of that series throughout the rest of the playoffs, he is
0: going to carry them to the finals. Which he if they get to the finals, that will be who carries them because it's definitely mm-hmm. not Mike Smith. I actually had bag or not Vegas, uh, LA winning this series because my thought process was Mike Smith can be shaky. Yeah, Edmonton to win this series is going to have to score seven goals every night to counteract LA's six goals every night because the se- the regular season we saw scoring was up and it just mm-hmm. it stayed through the re- playoffs too, surprisingly. So I really thought that they were going to have to score seven goals to keep in. Yeah, well, I,
1: you know, like you said, scoring's up. I don't know. Mike Smith kind of played really good too. He did. So Got to give him yes. that. Uh, we're going to see against Calgary, who have a little bit more firepower, I want to say, on on every from goaltender to forward. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they have the advantage yeah. on Edmonton, I want to say. Yes. So, yeah, if they, they uh... can win again. I think that they have good chances then going forward because it's just momentum from there. For sure.
0: Absolutely. Now the, the sneaky good series in the West, Minnesota versus St. Louis. That was really fun. I didn't think it
1: was going to end the way it did. I thought that Minnesota, yes. I thought Minnesota was going to win the series in as many games, but uh, nope. St. Louis was like, this is why we won the cup in 2019. Shut the hell up.
0: So <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to go do it again. St. Louis with what they have, seven or eight, 20 goal scorers. This season, that's ridiculously good. But yeah, they they played Minnesota's game. They, again, were playing physical, and they just they out Minnesota, Minnesota, really, in the series, it yeah. seems
1: like. There, I think there was a little bit of an experience as well for Minnesota. Like, yeah. a lot of experience on St. Louis. Yeah. I mean, you look through their roster, and you'd be, like, be surprised why you don't hear more of St. Louis, to be honest with you. So... How much of a treat is it to watch Kirill Kaprizov
0: play hockey? <laughs> I
1: I was like skeptic at first when he was holding out for, for that contract. And then he put up like a hundred and what, seven, eight points this year, 110 points or something. Something crazy. Like, yeah, for, this is his second year in the NHL. The first year he played, he, he only played 56 games.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like this,
1: this kid is, is, is good. He, yeah, he, he put up
0: 108 points in the regular season. See, I see parallels with Artemi Panarin. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I see that. Just hey, like
1: I, both high scoring guys that came out of the KHL. Like, you know what I mean? Not necessarily old, but not necessarily young when it comes to maybe more North American
0: players. Yeah. They finished out their stint in the KHL before coming over yeah. for sure. Um,
1: yeah, but that, it, it seems to have really helped them. And I'm like, I'm really glad now that he held out for that contract because he
0: deserves every penny. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Minnesota gained something that not very many teams, only 16 teams get to gain, and that's playoff experience. So that is good for them yeah. at least. Oh, yeah. Take, especially to have it like soon like that, right? So. Yeah. Take what you can get out of the season if you're Minnesota because you might not be back next year because your cap situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, like he, they, they, they had
1: a good run and I think that's only good because I don't think anybody expected them to make the playoffs to begin with this year. Right. Which we say about a lot of teams <laughs> that have yeah. lost in the first round, but uh, yeah. It was definitely, great. definitely take the positives out of this. Like, it's... Do you think, but we, we got to say that the East first round was
0: better than the West first round, right? By far. I think it was, I don't know if it was better, but there was definitely I feel like the West was a lot more physical than the East. The East was physical, yes, but it was more run and gun score. Yeah, the East was the Wild
1: West. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was crazy. Like I don't remember the last time I've seen seven goals scored in a playoff series. Exactly. Like, just, just a game, right? Like, it's pretty crazy. And the number of penalties, too, like, everything was just up. Up 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 up. The, the penalty thing was a thing that was touched on a lot, and I don't want to get too much into it now. Yeah, we'll save it for when we're maybe more than just two of us. But yeah, it was cra- it's well, crazy. It's crazy so
0: far. Let's talk about the East and the Toronto and Tampa series because we said about high scoring, and wasn't it the first four or five games? It was the first team to get five goals, and that team won. That Basically. it was it was ridiculous. Scoring was up. I didn't watch very much of this series, unfortunately. Um, because the Bruins were playing the same time, I, I believe it was, hmm. but uh, I, I think that's why I missed that series. I, at least that's what I'm gonna say. But, um, what were you, what were your overall thoughts as a Leafs fan? Obviously, uh, um, what would you think? Well, I mean,
1: it, it was utterly crushing to, to, to see the end of that game, but uh. You know they played good. They brought seven games to the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I would suggest that there hasn't been very many people to do that over the last two, three seasons, right? Yeah. I think they're gonna now not cruise through Florida, but they're gonna have an easier time. Uh, Vasilevsky's tuned in. Their top guys are gunning. Like Toronto was a good warm up. They were seeing Toronto as like the toughest matchup I think to go in that they could have had, right? Yeah, it, they so like I think Toronto's going to have given them the toughest ride so far like in these playoffs. And then until they get eliminated, you know, and I and I sound like an idiot, but like that's just <laughs> what I'm going to that's just what I'm going to go off of. If Tampa win the series, it's it, the win the cup again. Like they're not going to I don't think they're going to go to 7 games again.
0: I think Toronto had the same luck as Nashville as we have to play somebody and unfortunately it's Tampa. Well, because, I mean, I
1: would have rather played Boston if, like, Boston well, yeah. could have won that one game against, like, who <laughs> was it where they lost like three nothing, but went down the stretch, and if they would have won, they would um It was like some non playoff team. I want to say it was in the East. It
0: was. Like, I can't remember Columbus off the top something. of my head. It may, it may have, the have Islanders. been Islanders. But yeah, but, yeah. It, it off the top of my head, I can't remember. But yeah, they just they, like I said, they had to draw somebody. Unfortunately, it was the Tampa Bay Lightning. Two time Stanley Cup champions. And then they lose Braden Point tonight, uh, for tonight's game, at least. They've lost Braden Point. Yeah. That so, was
1: scary what happened in game seven, though. He kind of, it was, there was a play at the line and like he got a stick. He tripped a little bit, but the play was offside and he like went into the boards and his leg twisted. So I think he oh, might have okay. just like pulled something because he went off and then came back in the third and skated and just stayed on the bench after. I don't know if you got a couple of shifts, but he like skated one shift got off and just stayed on
0: the bench after. Very unfortunate situation there. Yeah. It, there wasn't I a think lot he of very... recover. Yeah. Hopefully there wasn't a lot of injuries in that series or in the playoffs in general, really. It seemed like yeah, normally... other than goalies. Yeah, Uh, yeah, like you said earlier, other than goalies, because there was the injury. Yeah, (sighs) sorry, I'm just going off thinking of all the injuries to the goalies now. Um, But yeah, that series was went seven games, and from what I've been told, I watched. I said I watched a little bit of it here and there. I didn't get to watch all of it, but what I saw was very entertaining and very high pace, and gun. Like I said before. A lot yeah, of that's
1: basically what it was. It, it, yeah. that, it was like any other series in the East. Honestly, the we can say the same thing about Carolina Boston, right?
0: Yeah, that's that's yeah. a
1: series that I didn't watch too often because it was at the same time as the <laughs> games. So, like you know, to see your opinion on that, you know, losing seven games to one of the best teams in the league so far this year,
0: I'm okay with it. A lot of people didn't pick the Bruins to even make it to the playoffs because of their age. I kept saying. Ah, they're not over the hill. I don't know about that. I, everybody keeps Um, saying.
1: Who who would you replace the Bruins with
0: in the East? Oh, I, but at the start of the season, not, not near the end of the season. At the start of the season, there was people saying, ah, Bruins are over the hill. They're too old. They're, they're too old. Are you quoting Liam?
1: (laughs) I think it may have been him
0: that said it, but there was other people too. There was a lot of people saying it. He, he probably definitely said it because he doesn't want Boston to do good at all. But, uh, yeah, he uh, the Bruins, They everybody said they're over the hill, they're over the hill, and I kept saying, no, they're, they're not really. They got two older players, and I say older, not old. Mm-hmm. But with uh, Bergeron possibly leaving, they don't look great right now. But the whole series in general was very fun, very frustrating as a Bruins fan, I will say that. Yeah, well, there was another
1: series that was high scoring, right? So
0: yeah, it, that and that was what frustrated because I thought out of all the series, this one might not follow that because of how good the defense of the Hurricanes is, and how not how the Bruins defense is good, but they're more defensive good than pr- mm-hmm. uh, production good. Well, the Kings another guy.
1: So. It, the Kings are another team that lost not only their first goalie. The like Anderson, right? Yeah. But they lost Ranta for a bit, right? Like a game.
0: Yeah. Uh may have been two games.
1: Yes. You know what I mean? So, like a it could have maybe ended earlier. I did you know, I, I'm still not certain why Freddie Anderson wasn't playing. I know obviously he's hurt, but like what exactly what extent I, I'm not sure.
0: I don't know. I don't recall hearing on the broadcast or and I haven't I haven't actually looked it up because I Every time I've gone to, I've forgotten, but he is back now. I believe he's starting the second ser- uh, oh, second round. Oh, that's good for I, him. I, 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 li- I, so. I like Freddie.
1: I've always liked Freddie. I'm gonna yeah. look right now. I've always liked Freddie. Uh, great guy, I think to have in the locker room. From what yes. I heard, like you know, online. So,
0: I uh, I met him at Leafs locker day cleanout a couple of years ago. He was really nice. He stopped and signed for everybody that was there and he taken pictures that he, if, when he could and until the traffic just wouldn't let him anymore, but yeah, that damn well, traffic.
1: It. He like, I think the whole team was kind of like that. So.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah I, a lot of guys at that team stopped. Uh It was the year before COVID. So it was 1819, ni- I believe it was. Uh, but yeah, so a lot of the guys were great, and he was just he he stood out to me. He was one of the guys that really like actually wanted to be there, so I'm glad that he's back. He 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 deserves to play in a second round, <laughs> not a shot against the Leafs, but he definitely deserves to play a second round.
1: Oh yeah, because every year against like Boston, he was he was good.
0: Yeah, he, he good. at one point that. I think it was Don Cherry arguing that he was a top 10 goalie in the league or he maybe was. top he, five. He, was, he,
1: he yeah. was a top. Like if you go back and look at the regular season over the years that he was with the Leafs, he was consistent. Yeah. Like he always had the same numbers and he was like, he'd still get like what, like 20 some, 30 some wins.
0: And it, uh, the only person I can remember going about it, about him being a top five goalie was Don Cherry. And I was like, there's got to be more reason as to why it's only him saying it but he, I, I he's consistently
1: inconsistent if that makes any yeah. sense. Yes. Like his year by year is consistent but his game by game is not. Oh. Well, it wasn't yeah. for the Leafs. Uh, it is a bit better now with uh, the Hurricanes because like you said they have a good defense but
0: yeah. Yeah. Which the Hurricanes make they made Peter Marzec look good. So yeah, well, that's what I mean. to yeah. Learn The hard way. Yeah. In an outdoor game that was in Canada that was a home game for Buffalo. Yeah, I
1: know.
0: <laughs> I, I was
1: I didn't know that until after the game.
0: It was one of the weirdest things ever. But um, anyways, on to we the have next two series. more
1: seasons. Yeah, well, two more series to talk about. Uh we should go to let's go New, New York, York Penguins. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. Cause that was another series that I thought maybe the penguins were going to win. I picked them in my, I picked the Rangers in my bracket for some reason. I must've misclicked, but uh, <laughs> I, I thought the pens were going to go to the, at least the East final. Um, the, losing Crosby, I think was, it was really hurt them, especially in game six. Yeah. But uh, you know, the Rangers are showing people why they are there. They can score goals and they can, you know what I mean? Stop pucks sometimes. <laughs>
0: what, it was another yeah. high-scoring, high-scoring thing, but like you know what I mean. You know, Shiro, they... uh, Shirokin had his uh, Igor Sharokhin, sorry, had his downfall, and then he he rose back up when he needed to be. And their mm-hmm. stars also need uh, came went came to play when needed because Panarin got the overtime goal, which yeah. is perfect for what you paid him. Y- mm-hmm. You need him to be that guy. He was that guy. That is awesome for them. It also didn't help the Penguins that not only did they lose Tristan Jari, but they also lost Casey to Smith and had to go to the broccoli eating Louis Domingue. Yeah. Well, I, you know (laughs) what? I don't think Louis Domingue is bad. I think that he is
1: a good relief guy. Yeah. Kind of in the middle between like, you know, like the fringe NHL, if if you know what I mean, like you're 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 good at what you do, but you yeah. can't go any further. Um, he's he's good
0: in the situation if your starter goes down and you need to pull your backup from.
1: He can uh, start in the, the puck. game. He, he exactly. can stop the puck. Just don't. He give can him do that. Forty shots against, right? Like it's tough. Yeah.
0: He, but he can't go in and play sixty games for you. No, I <laughs> no.
1: certainly can't go in and play and win you 16 games in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, definitely not.
1: Unfortunately. So like, you know, I think the Penguins will still be there next year. I don't think they'll be where they were in the standings. I think they might squeeze in bottom two. Um, Maybe. Uh, the, Island, the Islanders are going to be a better team next year. So there, that's going to be another team. Like the, 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 the Metro is stronger than the East. Than the Atlantic, I want to say, bar like you know the top three teams in the East, and the and yeah. the you know what I mean. You take away the two Florida teams, Toronto, and I want to say like Boston too, but Boston's going to be different next year, I think.
0: Boston's going to be very different.
1: So like you know, you take away those the three teams in the Atlantic, and the, the Metro just sweeps.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Unless
1: Montreal decides they want to be good again next year and make it to the
0: to the final, but you know. Well, and you never know what's going to happen in the draft. Like there could be a superstar come out of the a pick by New Jersey or something.
1: Oh, it's good. I'm going to oh, laugh actually, so much.
0: New Jersey. New Jersey's second. picking second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I said so, like, it's going to be so and... funny.
1: It's going to be so funny this year, whenever Montreal pick right. And then like, it's not, he's not going to be the best of the draft year. You know what I mean? Like he's going to be good, yeah. but he, yeah, I, I'll, I'm going to laugh so much. If there's another guy that was picked a few. Picks down, or somebody even picked him up in the, in the 20s or the late teens. And it it's just, just on Montreal. It's just, I, I be really like hope a, that team is Toronto.
0: It's just going to be like, uh, Kale McCarr, he was when he was picked six, or David Posternock picked 25th. Like, you, you got to find yeah. those guys and Eric Carlson. Like, yeah,
1: they, they exist, right? And especially in drafts like this, where there's one guy that kind of stands
0: out and then the other guys are kind of, you know, yeah, but which I, again, I'll say it. Until the Montreal Canadiens scouting do something, which is a draft, I will not trust them because of their history. I'm just going to say that.
1: Yeah, well, nobody... <laughs> I know if you're a Montreal fan, you probably will, but nobody can deny that they made some really bad trades. Well, oh, yeah, yeah but yeah. they traded Subban for Weber, and that turned out great. Yes. You also traded yeah. Sugachev for Dwayne and then made him play center. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, then that wasn't too far apart from the the suban trade right
0: that i so. think that trade was a little bit worse because when they went to the playoffs uh last year what did they really need a left-handed shot to be able to play with weber and what was sure sergachev a left-handed shot that could have played with weber
1: i mean montreal have tendencies to trade away good defensemen and not let them develop in montreal
0: yeah Ryan McDonough. I
1: hope they. I hope they <laughs> really don't. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. But I really hope they don't do any. Uh, by the way, he's going to the second round with Tampa and went back to back Stanley Cups. Just saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but like, yeah, I hope with Montreal with the young guys that they have now, especially Romanov. Like, I know a lot of fans love him, but I'm looking at organization standpoint, and they didn't really play him much off the third pair. I don't think this year. No. Um. And you know he didn't put up spectacular points. So what, what do they do with him? Do they say, oh, well, we'll trade him for a guy who's kind of more proven
0: or. It's anyway, cute. I don't want to talk about much. <laughs> yeah. I get into yeah. it
1: so much. It's like a rabbit hole.
0: Uh, yeah, it, me as well. Uh, last final and last series, we go to Washington and Florida, or Florida and Washington. And wow, did the Capitals put up a bigger fight than anybody thought
1: no i i i don't want to brag but i had
0: the capitals
1: actually beating florida um yeah in seven so uh see i would have called I, I you kind crazy of, no man the, I, i'm telling you, you you called me crazy when i said that the penguins were going to bring the rangers to seven games like you you can't yeah you can say oh but the regular seasons and blah, blah 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 you look at the, yeah. the team's histories in the playoffs the Capitals have always been a dark horse so have the fucking Penguins you know what yeah. I mean like so you can't count them out especially when you guys got guys like Ovechkin and Backstrom and Oshie and, and Crosby and Malkin and you know what I mean Jeff Carter <laughs> yeah so you know. But, yeah. he, you can't discount them just because, you know, they're getting old. Like you said, with even the Bruins making Carolina go to seven games. Yeah. I, I
0: just, I did, I didn't see it. Their goaltending Washington's goaltending was shaky. They have uh, Vitek tech and uh, Samsonov there. And neither of them could figure out. They just couldn't figure out who their starter was. They play the hot hand. They get, they get, uh, they take and loss. You go to the next. They guy. need stability.
1: They, they need goaltender yeah. stability. But I, I was just like, I think that they can keep up with them because Florida, just like, you know what I mean? They won their first playoff series in 26 years, 24 years. I believe
0: 26, somewhere in there.
1: So I think now the Leafs hold the longest route. I might be crazy yep. by saying that. But uh, no, they do. <laughs> I
0: think
1: it's 18 now.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I believe so. Um, but yeah, they, I just, they need, like you said, they need stability in there and maybe they trade one of them just to put pressure on the well, other Well, I one.
1: mean, they got rid of, well, they didn't get rid of one, but one went to Seattle last year and then they claimed them back off waivers. Was it not uh, VTech? No, they, they uh,
0: traded for them
1: actually. Oh, they traded for them. I thought they picked them up on waivers. Okay.
0: No, they, uh, sure. they, oh, they probably could have with Seattle's management, but. no, yeah, they uh after they picked him in the expansion draft, a couple months later, they traded him back to Washington. Mm. Okay. but I I think like them. Oh, yeah, he's he's decent. He
1: he... they have to decide who wants to be the starter and who's going to be the backup. And they can't do it by splitting them games for the next three years. Yeah, it's not going to build the confidence of either one of them
0: they can't play 41 games each for the next three years.
1: It's not going to go good.
0: Eventually something's going to happen. And yeah, but I think they got to trade one of their guys and trade one of those two, bring in either a proven starter or bring in a backup and tell the other one, you're our guy, get it done.
1: Yeah. Well, the, I think that's what's going to happen in Washington. Uh, there's a few more things that are going to have to get signed, right? Washington's another team that are getting older.
0: Yeah, so. they um,
1: they gonna see, they John really Carson, are
0: getting so. older. They have three players, three forwards at least, who are over thirty. Bruins, their core guys, they only got the two. <laughs> mm. No, I mean you
1: look at the Leafs; they had three. Well, I say three, but you could go with Wayne Simmons, Jason Spezza, and
0: and Mark Giordano, who are 38, 38, and 36. Oh, yeah. No, the Bruins have depth guys that are older than 30, but I meant like the core guys. They only have the two, Marshawn and Bergeron. But yeah. With Uh, Washington, their core guys are Oshie. He's over 30. Ovechkin, over 30. uh, Nicholas Backstrom. Yeah, he's over 30. And
1: is Carlson over 30? Or is he like 28? I want to say he's like 28, right?
0: I think he's on that line somewhere around there. 28, 29. Uh, Let me see. Sorry, dead air. I hate it. Sorry. (laughs) Liam's just going to edit this out anyway. Hopefully. Uh, 32 is John Carlson. And Demetriolo is 30. Wow, they only have one defenseman under 20. Or under 30. So a lot of the Detroit... Or the Detroit... A lot of the Washington players are older.
1: Mm.
0: Lars Edler, thirty-three. I would say he's a core guy because of how long he's been there. He but. won them the cup, did he not? Yep, he was there for that. No, well,
1: didn't he score like the goal that won them the cup? Am I tripping? Um, I'm pretty sure he got he like have? traded from Montreal. He got like traded, or he got he he left the Canadians, and then the year after he scored the winning goal in the Seneca final. I'm pretty sure.
0: It wasn't the year after, it was a couple seasons after, but he that he was in Montreal. But I can't remember, I was on a train for that game, unfortunately. So I did not watch it, I don't remember anything from it except for me being pissed off that I couldn't watch it.
1: But yeah, so those that was kind of a recap of just the first round, and now quickly, I guess, through the second round, we'll start in the east since we finished off there for the first. Who do you got in the Battle of Florida?
0: I have the Florida Panthers
1: really Well, you know I, I'm going with the lightning so well yeah. I, I, I just don't know I, it's gonna yeah. be a close series but like one team is gonna take the reins it's not gonna to go to seven games
0: see I think it I I think if any series is gonna to go to game seven and overtime it's gonna be this one
1: I think it's gonna be the other series I could I think that one team here, either Florida or Tampa, are going to take the reins. I think it's Tampa. They, they that they're just from that series with Toronto. I think they got a wake up call and are like, we have to. It's do or die, right? So they're he's tuned in now. Yeah, they didn't give up five goals in the last three games. You know what I mean? So like, I just think Tampa's alive now. They're, they're warmed up. <laughs> Plus, everybody <laughs> says up.
0: they need to, to rebuild that third line and. They kind of did, honestly. Well, it's not... I
1: mean, it's their third line that won them the series against Tampa. It was actually, yeah. Nick Paul in specific, like,
0: yeah, he was he was great, and Corey Perry, almost a twenty goal scorer this year. He played; he was doing his thing. He. Mm-hmm.
1: They, they, they have a good team. Like, I, I just think that Florida's lack of experience in the playoffs might be their downfall here, but it's not, I'm not saying the Panthers are bad. It's going to be good for the team, but like, you know, it's like uh, the wild where you got to take those bruises. And yeah. it just so happens you're going to take those bruises against the two time defending cup champs, right? So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's but, the
0: first series. I, I think no matter who plays Tampa, it's a, a a shitty draw because you got to play Tampa, unfortunately. Yep. But well, yeah, that the, was
1: their luck. That was their luck going through like the the, the 2010s and 12s, right? Yeah, they, they, they were for I remember like 2014 and stuff, right? Like they, they were going through it. They,
0: uh, I remember 2010, I think it was 2010, and a couple of years before after that, they played the Bruins, I think, at least three times, and it was. It was a hell of a series. Every time they just went mm. back and forth at each other. But hey, now they they get to push other other teams around. So yeah, they've earned it. So
1: that's the one series, uh, Carolina Rangers.
0: I have the Rangers winning. If um, Ray
1: Anderson comes back, I think Carolina might it will probably will go on. Um, And it'll be a hell of a series to see Tampa Carolina. Like it's just going to be anything in the East coming out is going to be pure
0: firepower. So I say the Rangers, because they, they again, have a good mix of, except for on their defense, their defense is mostly kids really. But that's why that's
1: again, like I just think the inexperience in the playoffs, is just going to get to another team.
0: Yeah. Carolina oh, yeah, made I it can... to the
1: West final, right? Last year. Am I, am I wrong?
0: Um, Maybe again, I semifinal. can't remember. I think so, but yeah, and it,
1: like it's just, they're a good team. So they are, uh, I, I just think that's how it's going to end Rangers with a lack of an ex- like I- experience. Same yeah. way that Florida, you know, that's what's going to happen to them. That's yeah.
0: Which as I was saying, care of uh, the, Rangers, they have a good group of forwards who have experience and then they have the youth. But on the back end, it's a lot of kids and they've proven that they can cut, they can show up when they're needed and they can play well. Ke'Andre Miller got a goal in the uh, game seven against Pittsburgh. So if he keeps up and uh, Adam Fox keeps doing what he does, they should be at least in a good spot.
1: I think, like I said, this game is going to go to seven, seven. Yeah. Games. This, the series is going to go to seven games.
0: Yeah. I would agree with that just because the goaltending, the defense. This... It, this
1: is going to be one of the tightest series, I think, out of them all in, in yeah. the whole playoffs. So
0: I this don't is expect the one to watch. I don't expect high scoring in this series at all, especially if Freddie's back. Maybe for the first
1: game. Definitely not for the second game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now Battle of Alberta Who do you got there?
1: I'm going to go with Wayne Gretzky And pick the Calgary Flames
0: Oh, you had to mention Gretzky
1: Of course It was like it's, it's a scandal <laughs> People were questioning his, his Loyalty, it's like bro He has nothing to do with the team anymore <laughs> He won your cups He doesn't have to like Speak it into existence People I are just question-
0: worried because he has, his, he has his Perfect bracket, right? So I question his loyalty because I'm from his hometown (laughs) So, as a guy that says he's from LA when he is not, I question his loyalty. Well, I mean,
1: he's on American television. He has to say he's from America.
0: Yes. Uh, But yeah, I agree. I go with the Calgary as well. I just, again, Edmonton's goal. They have the
1: advantage in goaltending. They have the advantage in defense. They might not have the advantage in forwards because Connor McDavid, Leon Draisaitl, but I mean Johnny Goudreau, Elias Lindholm, uh, Matthew Kachuk, Matthew Kachuk. Yeah. 100 I'm pretty sure he had 100 points this year. So did Gaudreau. Uh, so really I mean, like, close. If they they have a better they have a better team top to bottom than, than the Oilers. Yeah. Like I said though, if McDavid decides he wants to win the series, he can win the series.
0: Matthew Kutchuk ended with 104 points Well, Johnny Goudreau ended with 115. Did he not finish in like a top three, Goudreau? He finished tied for second with Jonathan Uberdo. Yeah. And that's so, pronounced Uberdo, not Uberdo. Uberdo. <laughs> yeah. Just poking fun at Liam again. Oh. <laughs> but yes, I agree. I 100% have Calgary. They, they, I think this as might a be whole
1: the group. easy, and I really hope I jinx my. I hope this jinxes it. But like this is going to be the easiest series, I, I think, or like the easiest one to pick. Right, like everyone picked Toronto over Montreal last year. Yeah, S- but like this, I don't think the the, the Flames are
0: going to choke it. Five games, Flames and fives, in five. Uh, um. <laughs> yes,
1: but in. It, it, Calgary is going to go up three one but in the fifth game or the yeah the fifth game if uh, McDavid wakes up they, they're gonna they're gonna do a bunch of other to Toronto last year
0: I hope that doesn't happen no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I it just, doesn't matter I, I, again, because
1: they're gonna they're probably gonna end up playing Colorado
0: because I I, I still have Colorado beating the blues oh yes. Um, so I I yeah the our next series Colorado versus St Louis I definitely have Colorado over St Louis yeah again it's beating a dead horse at this point but their goal is so up in the air do you go with Huso or do you go with Bennington it looks like right now they're going with Bennington but two games in they could be saying let's go back to Huso yeah it's
1: yeah. Yeah, it's never Plus, good that you're swapping goaltenders in the playoffs, unless one yeah. of them was injured, like like Freddie Anderson, right? So, exactly.
0: Plus the injuries to the Blues' uh, defense. I don't know if anybody's coming back. I know they had Krug out and Nick Letty out at one point. Maybe Scandella as well. So that's not good at all. You don't. You never want that. Uh, but yeah, I I think Colorado takes this probably six games.
1: I think yeah, St. Louis puts that. up
0: a little fight. I'd
1: even say five.
0: I was going to say five, but I don't know mm-hmm. if, if they can get into uh, Kemper's head by scoring a lot of goals. Cause again, the 20 goal scorers, they had eight of them. If they can get in his head a little bit, I think that puts doubt in his head and doesn't shake the team, but shakes him specifically.
1: Yeah, but I still don't think he gives up more goals than Colorado can score. Uh, Yeah, it it's gonna be even even if they rattle him completely and they they score five goals on him or whatever, Colorado can score eight.
0: That yes, that is true. McCarrick can score five five by
1: himself. Well, like yeah, it doesn't matter (laughs) who is in nets for for St. Louis because they're still going to have to face the powerhouse of Colorado.
0: Yeah. So which, have fun with that one St. Louis.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And uh I think that pretty much wraps it up for us. Yeah. Um, I will like to brag though that I went 50-50 for my first round picks and of the four teams that I got right are my final four. So that's got to mean something. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think you're doing a lot better than I am, to be honest with you. I, I I'm not going by games. I'm not I'm not keeping track of no no yeah. I lost I lost, that's I lost <laughs> the wild I lost the wild Edmonton uh the wild Edmonton Toronto Florida and that's it.
0: Yeah, I uh I, I got I, lost, re- I guess half. I got right, um, the ones I got right were Florida, New York, Colorado, and Calgary. So,
1: Yeah, I got Colorado, Calgary,
0: Rangers, and Carolina. Which, hey, at least you didn't go zero for eight. Nope,
1: and I got uh, one number of games right, which was the Carolina-Buffalo-Boston
0: series, sorry. I went seven for that game as well. I also went seven for... Oh, I got... The, I just got the... I got the number of games right, but I didn't get the team right. But for the Tampa-Toronto series, I said seven games. And they did, in fact, go seven games. Yeah, I had uh, Toronto <laughs> in seven there, and it was Tampa
1: in seven. I had LA in seven, too, and that was so Same, gross. same. <laughs> I, I actually got... I, also, I, also, uh, I thought Calgary was going to get it in five. So, I mean...
0: I uh, I didn't take Jake Goddard into consideration too much. I don't think many people did because as I said in uh, our group chat, they were ready to give him away for nothing at the start of the season. Yeah, I know. Toronto <laughs> should have jumped on it. <laughs>
1: honestly, oh, there were rumors, I think.
0: The, the, hey, there's rumors that Toronto's getting everybody, okay? Somewhere there's a rumor right now that Toronto's getting Alexander Ovechkin for a seventh-round pick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I heard just... <laughs> that they're going to resign Giordano to 750k. So,
0: yeah, I, and uh, Spetsa wants to come back. Apparently,
1: is only going to play in Toronto, and I think that yeah. Toronto's going to at least sign him for this year. Let him get four points because he needs four points for a thousand. So, yes, I think this might be his last rodeo. Which I hope not, because Jason Spets is a great player. Oh, he could. I think that as soon as he's done, he's going to be involved in the Leafs in some manner. If it's like player development or something like that, because
0: like, he's going to be at the rink still, like he's not going to leave the game. I can see him as a coach. I can see him behind the bench Mm -hmm. drawing up plays. I can see him being a coach 100%. Yeah, sure. But uh, I think that will do it for us today. Um, Remember, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, too. We do have that going as well. Hit the links in the bios. Take you to all of our streaming platforms, all of our uh, social medias, and it will take you to our merch at FatDave.com. So everybody have a great night. Stay safe. Have a great day as well if you're listening to us during the day. Talk to you later.